Why'd you do it? You're going to have to be a little more specific. Why did you tell Father that I was the one who killed the Avatar? Can't just wait until morning. It can't. <sighs> Fine. You seemed so worried about how Father would treat you because you hadn't captured the Avatar. I figured if I gave you the credit, you'd have nothing to worry about. But why? Call it a generous gesture. I wanted to thank you for your help, and I was happy to share the glory. You're lying. If you say so. You have another motive for doing this. I just haven't figured out what it is. Please, Zuko. What ulterior motive could I have? What could I possibly gain by letting you get all the glory for defeating the Avatar? Unless, somehow, the Avatar was actually alive. All that glory would suddenly turn to shame and foolishness. But, you said yourself, that was impossible. Sleep well, Suzu. Hotman. Welcome to the Ember Island Podcast, the show where two fans of Avatar The Last Airbender sit and talk about every single episode. I'm Leslie. And I'm Barbara. And today we're going to be finally talking about book three. This is this is it, y'all. This is the final home stretch. Book three, chapter one, The Awakening. So, yep, so excited. And Finally, our initial greeting that we start every podcast episode with is actually relevant now. <laughs> so, right? That's, yeah. For those of you wondering, what the hell are they? What, what is this dumbass catchphrase that they keep doing? It uh, will come it, up. It's coming in the next episode. Not here, but same season. Yeah. So before so, we, yeah, yeah. So before <laughs> so, we start, uh, spoiling everything, uh, this. This is a spoiler-filled podcast. We are assuming you have watched every single episode of Avatar The Last Airbender, not only up to this episode, but through the entire series. And we will talk about stuff that happens later. Specifically, maybe things that happen in, like, the final episodes of the series. <laughs> yeah, so, especially now. Especially now. <laughs> We're we are we are in the home stretch, so heavy, heavy spoilers ahead. Yep. So this is exciting. Um, so this is for those of you who don't know, this is the season premiere, and it takes place several weeks after just the heartbreak that was uh the crossroads of destiny in the season two finale. <laughs> so it happened several weeks after Aang finally awakens from his coma. Yeah, with hair. It's really weird. <laughs> and he learns that the whole world thinks he's dead and he's not really happy about it. Meanwhile, Zuko, why? <laughs> Finally returns home for the very first time now as a war hero and mm -hmm. confronts his father for the very first time since his banishment. So good way to start the season. I remember, do you remember seeing the initial trailer for book three? Like, it was, like, a year-long hiatus for book three. And then all of a mm -hmm. sudden, I think Comic-Con released the trailer. And I remember having to watch it on YouTube. And <laughs> people were freaking out. Or, like, the the fans who were actually at the con at the convention in person were losing their minds. I know I was. But 
I remember that some people thought that the gang got captured by the Fire Nation. <laughs> yeah. That was a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> there was this there there was this thing where they where they uh made the trailer in such a way that it looked like they 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 started <laughs> out possibly being being captured mm-hmm. which which is funny <laughs> because this episode starts out and Aang thinks that he's captured. Yeah, which is really nice. <laughs> Yeah, because the the trailer opened up with that same shot of Aang waking up. Um, yeah, and then I remember it cut to like Zuko, and then in the trailer, everyone was like happy slash not happy. <laughs> you know, I mean, always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then I remember they made that trailer look so freaking epic. They showed a lot of shots of um the day of Black Sun episodes. Mm-hmm. They showed Sokka with a sword with like a wolf hat yeah. on, and it looked super badass and. Uh, and then, yeah, um, it really got people hyped. And then I remember that they accidentally had like a split second frame that had the Fire Lord's face in it. Really? <laughs> and they, yeah, and they didn't want to show it for real <laughs> uh, until um, this episode. So then, like, the first yeah. time that they showed it, like, it had that split second frame. And then, like, someone went <laughs> back and just, like, took. <laughs> that little millisecond out because of course they did wow they must have geez i guess it was blink and you miss it because i remember watching that trailer a bajillion times because i was so freaking excited i watched it over and over <laughs> oh my gosh i vividly remember that trailer <laughs> it, it it was really cool too because because it was a because it was a succinct trilogy you knew that there was a ending and 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 they were hyping it up. Mm-hmm. And this is the end uh, uh, of a few years of your enjoyment. There yeah. was a big year hiatus <laughs> where 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 that episode left off last time. Ugh, just devastating. I mean, can you think of another show that was geared towards children that no. where its season ends on a note like that, and then you have to wait a year? That is agony no. for a 12-year-old. <laughs> Basically. Basically, they were like, "Oh, okay, anti-hero character that we that we are growing growing to know and love. Uh, mm-hmm. We are we are gonna have you uh, go back on all of your character development because because that happens sometimes. It was really well done. It, it was, but, but damn it, if I wasn't, but damn, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like what." Um, we, we, all are, the we are going to have our main character give off as many death flags as possible. Yeah. <laughs> and then the series ends just with Katara crying <laughs> and everyone <laughs> so scared. Yeah. And then cuts to Earth King. He's like, yeah, the Earth Kingdom's fallen. So, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Imagine having to wait a whole year for that. For those of you who are new to the show and didn't watch it while it was still airing. You guys are so lucky that you can just binge like crazy. Because, I mean, I remember showing this to uh, one of our mutual friends. Oh, Juliana. Yeah. Shout Shout out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I remember showing it to her when we were in college. And, um, yeah, we basically could just binge all the way through it. So end of season two. She's like, okay, we can just start up book three. And I was slightly jealous because it's like, you only have to wait like a day for us to start watching book three i had to wait a year so 
there are there are very few few moments in my in my childhood that i that 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 i remember explosively yelling at something when i when i wasn't happy Mm. so um one of one of those was just throwing like throwing (laughs) throwing the half-blood prince across my room (laughs) once once Dumbledore died (laughs) spoilers I mean well spoilers it's been a while sorry come on yeah um uh, another one was um was um both um yelling at Zuko for just leaving Iroh there to die. Yep. And then um specifically this episode, the second that the second that Zuko's having his stare out to the sea mope, I just yelled, <laughs> Screw you, Zuko <laughs> Because oh like be, be, because thirteen year old me wasn't feeling confident enough to just yell fuck you Zuko yeah same (laughs) it's great I can say that I think book three was the start of view of viewing parties being a thing for me Mm. because I remember every episode of book three I would schedule like an impromptu sleepover night with all of my avatar friends who live nearby and, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't have avatar friends. That's great. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it, only it, had friends. No. <laughs> I have friends. I definitely, definitely have friends. Have friends. <laughs> friends, 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 friends. I have lots of friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy ex-girlfriend, for those of you who don't know, please watch that show. It's so good. It's on Netflix. Very underrated. Anyway, um, this episode itself, I think, is really solid way to start book three. It puts us in the middle of the action right away. It's taking place weeks after season two. So they also masterfully gave us exposition without making it feel like it was exposition. Yeah. Like I like how the this was kind of from Aang's perspective, at least on the Aang side of things, where he's waking up in a strange place at a strange time. Same as us. The rest of us, like we have no idea what's going on. Again, some of us thought that they were captured by the Fire Nation in between seasons because of the trailer. So, yeah. And um, it's great. First of all, great opening shot. I just like that it opens with uh, with Aang waking up. Oh, also, I have to give a shout out to the previously on Avatar where they just show they have Azula talking over all the events that happened at the very end of book two and how, how they're like, we plotted everything up to this very day and stuff. <laughs> and it just made me renew my anger and hatred for how things went down. I, I love Azula so much. And it's, yeah. and it's so unfortunate that the Daily we're so easily swayed oh. by a 15 year old girl i know <laughs> guys she's 15 she's 15 there's a spot in this episode where she doesn't have makeup on and she really looks like she's 15 <laughs> God, it's I mean, super pretty they're I know. all super pretty I, I know they're all very very pretty <laughs> it makes me mad <laughs> and you're pretty shush oh thank you you too Sweet. So, yeah, we open the episode with Aang waking up on a Fire Nation ship, and he's rightfully freaked out. And he has hair. And he has hair. He doesn't realize that he has hair until, like, a couple minutes afterward. But, uh, yeah, he starts to 
walk around or try to escape this weird Fire Nation ship he's on. He sees two people who kind of look like, um, what, the Duke and... Pipsqueak. Pipsqueak, yeah. Which is cool. We get a lot of reprise characters in book three specifically. Everyone Both for mattered. fan service and both because, yeah, everyone mattered. And so he makes it onto the deck of the ship and he comes across uh, the rest of the gang. We're all excited to see that he's finally woken up from his coma. I... I love how the first thing Aang sees that puts him at ease is just Momo hanging out with these two people dressed up as Fire Nation officers. And and Aang just knows that Momo wouldn't just I just just idly stand there if these were bad people. Yeah. So it <laughs> So it just automatically makes him question more. What is going on here? Yeah. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Um. I also love how um um we we don't see Sokka first. We we hear Sokka first because he has the mask on. Yeah. Everyone's in disguise. Yep. It's lovely. Um. And then um Aang faints again and gets another head injury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although why are why are they still? At the end of the day, they're still wearing like the clothes that you normally see them in for uh, the, at least the rest of this episode. Especially, uh, especially this is geared towards Katara, whose outfit is kind of like torn to shreds since the events of Book Two. And I'm wondering why she just didn't change into full blown Fire Nation gear because so they I do think... that in Episode Two. So yeah, so um, that is after they steal clothing from a clothing line. Oh here. yeah. Here, I don't think they 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 had enough clothing for everyone. That is why Pipsqueak is is just trailing a, a sorry, not a Pipsqueak. The Duke is just trailing <laughs> a bunch of clothing behind him because yeah, because they're just so short. You don't. Uh, I I I don't think that that they had enough soldier outfits to. To, to go around for everyone which is why the girls kind of just had to here's a sheet <laughs> here's a cape fair enough yeah, so... you're a woman anyway so you, yeah. you can't have face time with other people yeah it's fine <laughs> yep so ang passes out again <laughs> and uh here's where we kind of split do we want to talk about ang for a bit or Cut back and forth between Aang and Zuko. Uh, why don't we talk about Aang specifically because the cuts later on get very, very quick. Okay, cool. Yeah, so Aang wakes up again and from there the gang proceeds to explain what's been going on the past couple weeks. Exposition number one. Yay! Well, technically exposition number two because... <laughs> Because there's a lot of good transitions and back and forth in this episode in general. Because I think after the first time Aang passes out, we cut to Zuko and like Lo and Lee, the um, the two oh. mentors to Azula, or who taught her firebending and stuff. Oh no, uh, that is after the first one. Oh, is that after? Okay, yeah. Because they also talk about what happened with Bossing Say after. Yeah, two, it's so why it's, like, it's why it's perfect exposition. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, their their perspective, it's like more of a war propaganda <laughs> type yay we did it we destroyed bossing say but from Meng's perspective he finds out yeah bossing say is kind of in a bad spot right now 
and uh, <laughs> I wrote good way to write off characters you don't need. <laughs> oh, the-, the Earth King is just going around <laughs> dressed as Traveling a beggar. The world. Yeah, bear. I'd watch that show because, <laughs> like, one, how does he even survive? Remember, this character has not been outside his palace for, for his entire life and now so, he's just going off alone with a bear no i am i am betting on that bear having animal <laughs> instincts to keep his owner safe there is no way the earth king will survive unless that bear bears up yeah and just that's great helps him out but seriously, I do like that they chose to write this character off because he's really not needed at he's this point anymore. Yeah, and he's kind of he's kind of the worst. <laughs> but I, I I can think of several shows where it's just like, well, we got to keep this character around, even though they don't really have anything to do anymore. But they're here, and I guess some fans like them, so they need to stay. Yeah, but that no one not- like the Earth King, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not here. <laughs> uh, slash Avatar doesn't do that. Av- no, <laughs> Avatar would never keep around someone just for. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yep. So also, uh, in that time, they've decided that they can go ahead and proceed to do the siege of the Fire Nation during the Day of Black Sun, even though the they don't have. Man. Yeah, even though they don't have Bossing Zay's armor, just because our army just because the fire nation will still be super weak anyway and along the way on their way into the fire nation they hijack a fire nation ship and they've been there ever since and oh they also ran into duke and pipsqueak who are part of jet's gang and And the best part is that everyone thinks you're dead eh? yay yeah isn't it great (laughs) sokka uh Oh, oh, and I forgot their um their Delph dad is here now. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, so yeah, um, I I love how Katara keeps on keeps on talking about how um it is Sokka's plan, not yours, Dad. Yeah, dang. Dad, <laughs> I'm talking to Aang. <laughs> yeah, Aang is like, are you upset with your dad? Good. No, it's like no. Why would you think that? Yeah, my gosh. The very obvious things that I'm doing and saying to my dad. Yeah, she's very bitter towards her dad. And dad, Hakoda, (laughs) who looks great in a a Fire Nation uniform with this like piercing blue eyes offset. Oh my gosh, yes. Ah, he looks great. <laughs> oh, and Bato's here too. This is this is why no one cares about, no one cares about Bato. This is, <laughs> this is why Sokka and Katara look so good. Yeah, clearly <laughs> because of their hot dad. Got it. <laughs> yep, he looks great. So, um, they've also enlisted their dad along with their remaining Water Tribe fleet to come to the Day of Black Sun attack as well. And Bato is here because yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh and then um yeah. but before this actually we 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 uh kind of went a little bit out of out of order um when when um when katara is actually healing ang's back he starts oh. to get flashbacks about what happened yes. last episode which which is 
not only a great way for Aang to kind of remember what happened, it's a great way for the viewer to to remember what what happened. Not but that I we like, needed to remember it. No, but but I really like the way that they're doing these these like flash these, these like flashbacks um and mm-hmm. information dumps this episode they are doing it in in very different ways so it doesn't feel like i'm just talking at you yeah definitely it's good stuff and clearly ang is going to be triggered by this for a while <laughs> yay uh yeah so i mean Saka being dead isn't yeah. that isn't that great great and sensitive Sokka to the rescue <laughs> But in seriousness, yeah, it's pretty triggering for Aang, who, considering how he's just starting to get over his guilt about running away from his responsibilities as the Avatar and now wanting to actually fulfill his role as the Avatar. It's a bit of a setback when the world thinks he's dead and he feels like he can't help as the Avatar, which was that title that he initially ran away from. So he he feels like he abandoned them again Mm -hmm. and it is and it's really interesting how both about how both times he didn't make the conscious decision to to hide himself from other people or or to abandon the world the first time yes he ended up in that iceberg but it but it wasn't the plan of hey i am gonna go out in this in this in the storm get caught in a iceberg and then like appear a hundred years later he was just running away to burn off some steam he probably would have came back later uh he didn't really have that choice it was taken away from him the same mm-hmm. thing here where um where everyone th- thought that 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 he died because because he did die for at least a moment before yeah. <laughs> he was brought back by Katara, which is which is part of the reason why it's causing all of these Avatar state issues, and and because everyone thinks he's he he's dead, and it's better for him to pretend to be dead now. He has to hide again, and and it's. And it's really disheartening, and it's, and 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 I'm sure Aang feels like like his like his entire agency is just being taken away because for both of these things, which are the things that he feels the most guilt over, he never really made that choice. He just followed through. He was there for the things to happen around him, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I agree. He blames himself. Yep. And he feels like he failed for the 80 billionth time, or I guess in this case, like what the second time, second major failure. That's how he feels. And uh, he feels like he needs to get his honor back as a result. <laughs> oh, God. I I have uh, the quotes. Yeah, I have it. I have it, too, somewhere down the line. But that's like such a great transition when we get to that. Um, lots of good parallels between Aang and Zuko in this episode. And just in this season, especially like we've talked all series long about all the awesome parallels that are made between Aang and Zuko constantly. But book Even three, I feel episode? like they, yeah. But like in book three specifically, they just like ramp it up <laughs> to, to ten to the point where it's like, okay, in case you didn't realize that they're very similar, 
hey guys, <laughs> they are very similar, which is why we're going to have very blatant transitions back and forth between the two, or they're going to be talking and discussing about similar feelings and conflicts that they're having. <laughs> so, so um, talk, so talking about that, that is a that that's a great place to kind of transition back to Zuka to to talk to him to to talk about him for a bit. Yeah. So, so um, uh, we <laughs> first see Zuko staring out at a dark sea brooding, brooding eyes eyes just trained on the horizon may may comes over and asks him if he's cold uh zuko kind of discounts that question talks about how um he 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 hasn't been back to, to, to the fire nation in three years um basically uh Basically, he wonders how home has changed, but he also wonders how he has changed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, May May wants to remind him, I only asked if you were cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't ask for your life story. I don't want your emo <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, which I would like to go on a limb here and put myself out there and say that I support my Mako. I am a fan. Or Maiko, whatever you call him. I... Zume. I like it, except I forgot that next they just kiss and I feel cheated. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I needed four more minutes of them like talking about their stuff before they kissed. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, clearly some things happened off screen that <laughs> we were not privy to. But, yeah, but 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 I need four more minutes of of just hey uh remember when we were kids and I and and I always had a crush on you and how we were dating before you left but hey now you're back sup mm. something you know, I get the feeling they weren't even dating well before oh no left. they weren't were like 12 year olds or 13 12 year yeah 12 and 13 year olds uh, yeah Zuko, at the time yeah Zuko's 16 now she mm -hmm. would be uh she would be 12 he would be 13 she had a little like crush on him but yeah but that's it because um azula teases her mercilessly for it mm -hmm. yeah so things definitely happened off screen that you're unaware of which makes but... sense because it's mm -hmm. big because because it's been a few weeks yeah just, just why are we making a flashback of that <laughs> the zuko yeah. and may romance for the ages but uh, seriously, I really like them together. I I know people don't like it because they seem like so gloomy and, and well, because just, they want Zuko for themselves, or and or they are focused on Zutara, which <laughs> yeah, which at this moment in the series is not achievable anymore. No. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening anytime soon. But that said, give it like give it about twelve more episodes. <laughs> No, at no at this moment, Zutatara is not achievable no. and will not be achievable no. in this series. Yeah, because be 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 because of um, uh, Zuko's just anger and guilt yeah. and 
and also Katara's anger and sadness mm. over everything. Yeah. <laughs> and she's pissed at him for a long time, even where, after um, he joins the group. Where before, okay, before he was part of the coup that caused Aang to, to, to be <laughs> yeah, almost I, murdered. Yeah. Uh, there there might have been a chance before yeah. that moment because um but b because before that Zuko never really did anything terrible to the gang he like chased them har- harassed her grandma did like <laughs> like um like a down a fighter, uh, what, what was was like I'll save you from the pirates I'll save <laughs> but he didn't almost kill the avatar and like help with that and he didn't betray her like uh, like like her utmost kindness and trust and that's something yeah it's pretty bad because i mean she was being extremely vulnerable with him and he was actually being pretty vulnerable back and they're sharing a pretty uh i don't think intimate's the right word but just very open conversation no, intimate conversation but yeah it's pretty we're, mm-hmm. we're talking about their fears their 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 hopes their families just uh, katara talked about her mother and yeah. that is and and i mean zuko talks about his mother in a way that makes katara actually sympathize with him to the point where she's getting ready to heal him with her daily sex machina water so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, you, it's hard to come back from that. The good news is, spoiler alert, they do come back from that, but it takes a long, long time. Yeah. Anyway, um, but Mako, I really like because I think Zuko's surprisingly open with her. The only time Zuko really opens up about his concerns and feelings like that is when he's with Iroh. And uh, aside from Iroh, yeah, May's really the only other person he's opened up to this easily with i guess and may is supportive in her own way i think well, <laughs> her own macabre way she is she is just like iroh where she will listen to zuko she is a she she is a calming in she's a calming influence but 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 she's also really good for him because um because instead of iroh letting zuko make his own mistakes may will call him out when he's being stupid mm-hmm yeah <laughs> and and that's something that i think is needed in in, in all healthy rel, rel, relationships like that you you need someone that will look at you and say yeah you you don't want to do that man mm-hmm. <laughs> that and i, that I think they balance you. yeah and i think they balance each other out like may is calm pretty quiet and calm yeah zuko is, is very hot-headed at times and yeah, sometimes you need to balance those two out. And they call each other out on those aspects of themselves because they can be faults as well, where May has trouble expressing herself sometimes because of her upbringing. And Zuko can be very hot-headed because of his upbringing. So they have similar, like, not-so-great family backgrounds as well, which I'm not saying automatically makes you compatible with somebody else, but I, I think... But it because works of where in they came. this case, yeah, because, mm-hmm. they, because they both lacked a certain type of communication in their families, so they so 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 they try to make up for it 
where where they don't stew in something they always say when when they feel a certain way and and there's a certain type of trust that you have to have with someone where 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 you can say hey you shouldn't do that that was really annoying or like hey why are why are you acting like that which which is which is really great Mm -hmm. in other words i can't wait for the beach episode Yep. The beach episode's great. The beach Communication's great. healthy. It's great. Um, surprisingly, Avatar ha- is really good at showing both both really well-formed, positive sexual and family re- relationships as well as really terrible uh, uh, family re- re- relationships mm. with- without conflating the two. They are very good at at telling the viewer this is good and this is bad. So while like um um later we will talk about it a lot, but like while um while um Katara is very upset with her dad, both of them still still love eat they they still love eat each other and they and, and and they will still support each other and they talk about their problems where um. Zuko and Fire Lord Ozai. Um, Ozai was upset at Zuko, so he uh, mutilated his face and sent him on a boat for three years. Yeah. <laughs> so yay, Daddy of the Year. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. After Zuko finishes brooding with May, we cut to kiss, kiss, kiss. Oh yeah, they kiss. <laughs> Yeah, Zutara fans of the world are pissed. <laughs> um, that's fine. Zutara's dead now. Yeah, that's not happening, y'all. I'm a Zutara fan, and I knew what wasn't happening anytime yeah. soon at that point. Yeah, guys, uh, go, go to fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So then we cut to the daytime when the ship, uh, Zuko and Azula's ship, is finally landed in the Fire Nation capital. And we got Lo and Lee, who are uh, the two mentors ah. to Azula, are we giving are. a giant, glorious speech about how Azula single-handedly took down Ba Sing Se. With her brother. With her brother. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very uh, nazi I, speech. I, I love how they introduce Azula, where Princess Azula, who is clever and beautiful. <laughs> yeah. specifically the order Mm -hmm. (laughs) i and and um you know azula picked that order specifically because she cares more about her shrewdness than her than her physical beauty yeah um yeah also so when they're talking about destroying bossing say i wrote (laughs) that pregnant couple can't catch a break Uh, they, but they just have to keep hope alive. Oh my god! I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, um, they're always reminder. The hope is the baby. Oh my god! Hope is yeah. the baby's name. <laughs> it was a really dark pun. Yeah. Um, but also, um, it turns out the the reason why the earth that the Earth Kingdom fell wasn't because of Fire Nation troops. It was because the it was because the Dai Li followed Azula's orders and brought down the walls themselves. Yikes. Which 
which have never been brought down until now. It is one of those things where you have to question either um, Azula's persuasive shrewdness or just how how just militarized the Dai Li have to be where they are so brainwashed that they will take orders from whoever is the leader to the point that they will destroy their their own nation it it's really scary to to think how how you can do that how how a group can just turn double agent and basically consign the the entire city to death yeah (laughs) that is pretty messed up yeah, I mean, because especially when you consider the Dai Li existed initially to preserve the cultural heritage of whatever culture that they created, which eventually probably over time evolved into, let's just straight up brainwash people and, <laughs> you know, get really classist about it and all these other very unhealthy ways of preserving culture and tradition and stuff. And then, ironically enough, like they came up with the freaking Fire Nation, which is probably going to change some things. So, I, I just can't believe that it that that it only took a took a few days for Long Feng's power to be diminished so much that their in that their entire doctrine teachings were flipped yeah. on their head mm-hmm. by a fifteen year old. <laughs> Who Azula's masterful, but she's one woman. There are yeah. hundreds of Daily agents, all <laughs> who turned for her. I know together. it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's pretty brutal. It, it it is definitely believable. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that it isn't that 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 isn't be- believable, but it just shows how crazy manipulative and powerful yeah. azula is oh my gosh yeah she's the worst <laughs> yeah, but she is honestly worst. that's that's kind of her peak though in all in reality speaking because book three is kind of the the downfall where there's a noticeable shift i think even in episode one where i mean whereas in book two azula was kind of the primary villain now we're kind of shifting into okay it's the home stretch so we got to talk about um fire lord ozai some more so she's kind of so she's clearly second to him too so which thinking about it uh the the villain kind of goes up in hierarchy in the in the royal family first Mm -hmm. then it is the princess then it is the fire lord yeah (laughs) soon to be phoenix king as he knights himself as because because that's a better name it it does sound pretty cool. <laughs> I'll be called the Phoenix King. <laughs> uh, yeah, I also wrote. Uh, I'm mad. I'm still mad, but Zuko looks fine in the new Royal Fire Nation outfit. <laughs> oh, he looks so good. Yeah, he looks great. <laughs> he looks sad, uh, but good. <laughs> yeah, he looks great. <laughs> he looks okay, so, yeah. Um, but it, yeah, but noticeably, yeah, he does look. He is unsure about. It. I mean, both Aang and Zuko in this episode 
have some slight doubts about like the new rules that they kind of have to take on in this case. Zuko presumably getting everything he always wanted. Um, get the sense he's still not completely comfortable with it. Yeah, there's yeah, something Azula, just doesn't feel right. Yeah, Azula is is fully confident in her place. This is this is what she 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 wants. There is there there is no question that this is her place. This is this is where she should be. For Zuko, he it, he seems brooding and just <laughs> uncomfortable the entire time. Yeah. Be because ever since he made that decision, there hasn't been a second where he hasn't thought, what if I didn't do that? What if I didn't do that? Mm-hmm. Over and over and over again. And I mean, notice, uh, notably, the one character he's missing from this episode is Iroh, who we don't see until next episode. Which is terrible. Which is awful. And like, I feel like his presence is really missed, or I could feel his lack of, uh, I could feel his yeah. absence in this. Because it's like, yeah, usually he's hanging out with Zuko, and when he's not there with Zuko, he's alone, both physically and metaphorically speaking. And I get the sense that, yeah, Zuko feels slightly off about all of it because I mean, he no longer has, like, the one who kind of loved him unconditionally and maybe he didn't real- start to realize that until now. Uh, I mean... Because he's not around right now. Because Zuko know, fucked up. <laughs> we will see this later in the in the, uh, in the the beach episode. But, but Zuko has a way of feeling totally alone in a giant crowd of people until he oh, yeah. joins the gang again. Yeah. Because because he feels like he's just pretending because mm-hmm. he's be, be because he's not because he's not a hundred percent in it and yeah he, and, and he can't just go on fifty fifty sixty forty yeah there's a point um right before he makes his heel face turn where he says like yeah uh, when he go after he comes out of the war the war console meeting that he goes to it's mm-hmm. like I wasn't me that's basically how he's feeling the whole time like he's just he's very confused yeah. Because he made a bad decision, <laughs> and I'm pissed. Uh, so, um, yeah. So after that, Zuko is Zuko's feeding the turtle ducks. Yay! Um, so cute. Yeah, um, Azula's Azula's like May is in a good mood. Ho ho ho. Um, Which uh, notice uh, notably, yeah, he is uh, feeding the turtle ducks, similar to parallel parallel to when he was feeding the turtle ducks with his mom. Makes also, me wonder if he's like thinking about his mom. Also, there are two baby turtle ducks, and then one mommy turtle duck. Oh, I know, so cute. And then notably, they they run away right when they see Azula's shadow. Yeah, because Azula's the worst. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, she's she's the best. Um, yeah. Um, Azula, I wrote Azula can read him like a freaking book <laughs> because she's like, why are you so freaked out? I mean, everything's great unless you think the Avatar is still alive or something. And Zuko's like, no, totally not. Proceeds to flash back to magic spirit water that Katara told him about. Remember the spirit Uh, water? Remember that? Remember? (laughs) And uh, yeah, and then they have a stare down and you can tell Azula's just like, "Mm, I got some leverage. (laughs) She can read him like a book. yeah, but and this is like, probably how she gets the idea to let Ozai know that he was the one who killed the Avatar, not her. So, I also like how 
how Azula doesn't have to take credit for it mm -hmm. because she's proven herself already. Yeah, totally. She can give Zuko this, which which it might be a bone, might not be, but it doesn't matter because she's in good graces already. Mm -hmm. She she knows that she's next in line, not him. So so might as well. Yeah. <laughs> and either way, she she kind of gets what she wants. Either totally. Zuko is in her debt or or Zuko gets gets ousted again. Which yep. which she she loves her brother, but it's a really in a fucked up kind of way. <laughs> yeah, it's a really terrible terrible relationship where where she always had to fight for her place and fight for her love. Yeah. And and now she's she's finally at the point where she feels like she doesn't have to fight anymore. Yeah, I agree. She's, she's there. Mm -hmm. I totally agree cuz in several points in like next episode and the beach episode a lot, there's times where you question huh, maybe Azula actually does have like genuinely genuine feelings for her brother. Be but you don't see him that most of the time because their entire lives, uh, their parents have kind of pitted them against each other. Uh, or just specifically their dad is an abusive asshole. Yeah. <laughs> who's pitted them against each other. And as a result, their mom uh, favored Zuko because Zuko wasn't getting enough attention from his dad. So like... Which was a mistake. Yeah. Which is definitely at the same time, which at the same time is crazy because uh, Azula, which Azula feels resentment for deep down too, because she feels like she wasn't loved as much by their mother as she loved Zuko. So yeah, because their yeah, the family's can't fucked love. up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a messed up family, y'all. <laughs> yeah. So um, so um, but in so in that it. In that moment, Zuko also talks about how his dad hasn't come to see him. He has been there for a few days. Why doesn't daddy love me? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, no, you have so to schedule an appointment, <laughs> basically. Yeah, I mean, he is the Fire Lord. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's been a few days, though. I feel like it was the same day that they docked, and he's just been like sitting there, like. Assuming they like pour, they docked there in the morning, and then he wasn't supposed to meet with them until like later that afternoon. He's just kind of sitting there, brooding, freaking out I about would, it. I would say that it that that it might have been the next day, just Maybe. enough time for him to feel, hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So he's freaking out, and yeah. as you can tell, he's freaking out, <laughs> and then proceeds to. <laughs> maybe get the idea of yeah planting that whole lie to ozai to gain to one of them a bit okay um, um do yeah. do we want to finish zuko's arc or or or, or do we want to go back to ang i don't know let's just go back to ang let's try it okay going back to ang so right. um so um ang found out that everyone thinks he's dead everything's terrible for him he is not in a good mood. Nope. Um, the gang. But, oh, oh! I was just gonna say, but uh, he's gonna have to hold off on that because a neighboring Fire Nation ship comes uh, next door to the ship that they have, and 
these people are confused as to why they're going in one direction when they should be going in an opposite direction as part of some general's command. Yeah, and so aren't you so aren't you part of the Western fleet? Shouldn't you be going to Bossing Say? Oh, no, we are part of the Eastern fleet, so we are bringing cargo back. Oh, um, what about General General Chang should have like sent me sent me a messenger eagle. I can't believe he 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 wouldn't send me a messenger hawk. Yeah. How dare he? I thought we were friends. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, it seemed like a good cover-up story, but unfortunately for them, the general was on vacation, so <laughs> Yeah, which they are on boats. Maybe. Just mm-hmm. maybe. You shouldn't just bomb them if they yeah. slip up a little bit. Maybe, yeah. Like also, but maybe, they did lie. Also, maybe so. you, 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 you should have like a code phrase if you're so afraid of people like capturing boats. Maybe something like uh, uh, "the dragon rises in the east." Right. And, they need to have a code word or like yeah. a code phrase or something. Yeah. But finish. Yeah. Finish this. Th- this like fire this fire nation nursery rhyme for me yeah i mean who knows how long they've been a sea because and uh or or how long the general's been on vacation maybe they just didn't realize he was on vacation yet (laughs) yeah (laughs) or they they haven't gotten the messenger hawk yet that told them that the general's on vacation (laughs) yeah so um so i'm toff here toff hears them talking thank god for toff seriously Jeez. And then she instantly uh uh breaks breaks the metal bridge that is that that is um but that is a uh, between the ships and 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 then um taking your metal uh, bending to new heights and then um <laughs> comes over something. makes a giant wave and pushes the ship it looks so bad feet away. It looks so cool, and I think they showed that in the trailer, and it looks super badass. And I was just like, "Yeah." <laughs> there, I, I will say this multiple times, but there are two benders on this ship, and they are doing these like astronomical feats of bending because they're just pure masters. Mm-hmm, they're freaking good. And by the way, one's fourteen, one is twelve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah probably 14 going on 15 at this point because it's almost been a year and 12 going on 13 but yeah still kids yeah. Uh, <laughs> so then they are they are running from they're running from the other fire nation boat uh the other fire nation boat is throwing giant fireballs at them uh uh toff is toff toff is directing these the 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 giant earth earth discs over to the point of not only hitting the hitting the catapult on the other ship, but but hitting the 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 the, the other fireball mid collision in the air, and she's blind. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, awesome. I, yeah, it's so awesome. And poor Aang, who really wants to go out there and help, but uh, can't at the moment because the world thinks mm-hmm. he's dead. Yeah, Isn't it great? Aang and Sokka are hiding. Because yeah. Gasaka has to hide during, <laughs> during this fight. Yeah, no. Also, um, also Sokka should be hiding because he because he's their main lead strategist, even more than the than the Southern Fire Nation tribe leader, Daddy, 
who, who, along with all of all 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 of these other men who have twenty years on Sokka, uh, just just belay to him because his ideas are awesome and are super smart and effective. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, yeah, Sokka, um, the strategist, clearly gets from his dad. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, Katara plugs a hole in the hull using ice bending uh, to 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 make to make a plug of ice. Um, everything is really really awesome, but Aang really really wants to help. But Sokka's right. He isn't well enough to help, and 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 it's for everyone's best interest if he pretends to be dead. Um, and then um, Sokka says the magic words. Things couldn't get much worse. <laughs> the universe just loves proving me wrong, doesn't it? <laughs> to which Top replies, "You make it too easy." <laughs> and what happens, Les? <laughs> Giant serpent. Even though I thought they said they already passed through the serpent's pass, but the serpent is here. But the same one from the Serpent's Pass episode. <laughs> At least the same breed. Yeah, because... I guess it decided to migrate, or it's just like multiple of these. No, there are <laughs> a few. Yeah, that end up wrapping around the ship. <laughs> yeah, so giant serpent, but uh, luckily they managed to get away slash take it down. Yeah. So and yeah. So well. the giant serpent um, got hit slightly by by the other fire fire nation ship so then all of all of the serpents that were there just just anaconda squeeze the ship yeah so so, so then we cut to the universe they get away yay. yeah <laughs> so then after that we cut to the gang deciding let's go get some fast food <laughs> or at least that's what i imagine them doing when they say they're going out to get food i'm like where are they going hey. mcdonald's <laughs> Like, do you want anything? I think they're Aang going to would a like. Stall. Oh yeah, <laughs> the five dollar noodle stall. Yeah, uh, but Ang's too busy brooding because he feels useless and he feels like he failed. And quote, "I need to redeem myself. I need my honor back." <laughs> I know, and I laughed. <laughs> and so and I laughed. And I was like, the whole time, I was like, "Please transition to Zuko. Please transition to Zuko." And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> they transitioned oh. to Zuko. Such a great transition, uh, by the way. Also, I mean, need my honor back. You see half of his face and profile or whatever. And then you cut to Zuko and you see the other half of his uh, scar oh, face. Perfect. But great. even before that, there are throwbacks to Zuko because um Aang is Aang is staring up at the ceiling, uh fire nation symbol behind him, hand behind his hand like like hand behind his back, kind of the same position Zuko was when we for when, when we pretty much first 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 saw him on the, on his fire nation ship just staring at the ceiling and mm-hmm. it and it's just this entire episode great. is just parallel city just mm-hmm. so great just really putting it in there mm-hmm. so speaking of transitions we transitioned to zuko walking toward meeting his abusive dad for the first time in three years uh, I love the framing of just this whole scene. Uh, the, when he's like standing outside the door, there's like this weird zoom out shot slash zoom in. I don't know what you call that because I did not take a film class, but it's a cool shot that makes Zuko feel really small and intimidated by 
this door to his dad essentially which mm-hmm. which shows which shows how he's feeling without having to tell show the it. audience yeah show don't tell it's good and and it also harkened back to the agni kai for me where 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 i don't think there 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 was a scene of him going through a fire nation symbol door well uh, you know he did go through that door right before the war meeting though oh right before the war meeting okay yeah that's maybe that's why it's slightly from as well because it's like man the last time i went in there i kind of ruined my life or at least that's how he feels about it Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah so Um, he walks in yet again this is the first time he has seen his dad since his since his dad terribly disfigured him in public mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> great father-son bonding time. So, yeah. yeah, he walks in, he bows, here comes Fire Lord Ozai, and the rest of the audience The audience is thinking, oh man, is this it? We're finally gonna see the crazy, fucked up, evil-looking face that he has? <laughs> and then we, uh, and as He's Mark human. Hamill, yeah, <laughs> we get more of Mark Hamill's great hammy voice acting. Oh, this yeah. It's great. Um, yeah. He's doing Joker voice basically by the end of it. <laughs> and yeah, so he walks up towards Zuko and he says he's proud of him. And then we pan up and we see his face and it's just a normal face. Yeah. But I like that. He looks at, I like that a lot. Yeah. He looks attractive. He looks human. You see Zuko and Azula in him. Like he doesn't have any weird face, face scars. He no. like he doesn't look weird. He looks just like a person normal dude the only thing that throws you off or at least throws me off is like his cold soulless eyes <laughs> I, I wrote when he says yeah. welcome home it's just like there's something about his eyes specifically you know eyes are the window to the soul and like yeah they are yeah. very one color where where the other characters have some like orange in there some like brown mm-hmm. some red his... Well, I think the lighting in his first introduction of his face is really good because it's like the rest of his face is kind of in uh, like shadow a bit, but his eyes are piercing through yeah. it. Yeah. So it, they just seem piercing and intimidating as a result, even though he has a normal face, which, yeah, that is realistic a bit because, you know, most sci- most sociopaths can appear pretty normal, which is how they get away with shit. I mean, yeah, I mean, Ted Bundy, um, a lot of people think he was hot. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ted Bundy, Charlie Manson. Uh-huh. Um, basically, any cult leader. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Just something about him. The, uh, the, the Fire Lord has, has, done un- has done unspeakable horrors to people. And, and that doesn't mean that his exterior has to match his interior he is a terrible human being it doesn't mean that he's ugly nope Uh, a lot of times cartoons conflate physical beauty with with like emotional uh spiritual goodness yeah like if you look ugly then chances are you are ugly which is not yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i mean for like example Almost every single Disney villain, except for Mother <laughs> Gothel, they are all like they look evil. Frollo yeah. looks evil. Yeah, yeah. Scar 
looks evil. <laughs> He's got a scar and his name yeah. is Scar. Yeah. <laughs> Ursula looks evil. <laughs> I think Maleficent looks great though. She looks fucking hot. Oh, Maleficent looks wonderful, but also evil. Yeah. Some people think Gaston looks hot, but I don't know. Uh, like he's not my type gaston would be the hero in any other disney movie sure yeah which was the point in that yeah. movie but yeah <laughs> uh yeah but no, great J- reveal Jafar looks evil they all mm-hmm. look evil except for mother gothel who who just later looks evil because she becomes old um but 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 yeah this villain doesn't look evil which is bad they look like a real person and that's scarier it's scarier because that's because that's what makes avatar great all this time it was you thought they were going to reveal this terribly disfigured uh horror of a person be because he's always been in shadow like he has to be scary Mm, i think there's one shot of him in like season one that shows him like blowing fire out of his mouth in shadow and you're like oh god <laughs> yeah you basically want to see him be a terrible dragon monster mm-hmm. and and he looks like a normal human being because that's what makes it scarier because the the because anyone can be this horrible and lead the masses to to, to slaughter basically yeah they don't have to be a be a magic evil, you know? Mm-hmm. I totally agree. But yeah, great choice on the showrunner's parts to, you know, not do something crazy with those eyes face reveal. Yeah. Uh also I shout out to the music playing in the throne room here. Just slightly creepy and menacing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just got like that. No, there's something about it. Yeah, something about it. It's just like not the warm welcome I'd want when I'm coming home after a long time and reuniting with parents. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fire Lord Daddy, love me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Speaking of daddy issues, we cut to Katara. Um, oh, well, yeah. Katara comes back from getting noodles at the noodle shop and is hoping to see Aang in his room, but he is gone because Aang decided to take off to god knows where i don't really know where he's trying to go but he's and they did right now the only thing that i don't like this episode katara dropped the the tray (laughs) dramatically and ran off (laughs) yeah it always bugs me when people bring home food or something and then they discover something that's like horrible and then they drop the food it's like no don't drop the food that looks so good It's like, um, I watch, you know, I watch The Bachelor and like a lot of reality TV, like 90 Day Fiance, where they're <laughs> sitting there and they're in a restaurant and a lot of scenes and they have food in front of them that looks so good. And, they and never nobody's eat eating. And it drives okay. me insane. <laughs> so, um, actually, aside, they don't eat it because, um, because they are fed before those I know, dinner but dates. Still, and those in the um in the um producer don't don't like people eating i know but then it's like 
we still have to the audience still has to be subjected to that food that's just sitting there and nobody's eating it i'm like which is terrible oh my it's pain <laughs> it's agony <laughs> so yeah katara drops the food and she runs off and she runs into her dad and um yeah she just starts or freaking out about and going missing which eventually evolves into her conveying her feelings about how she felt abandoned by her dad yeah basically she 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 talks about how 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 ang is abandoning us Mm -hmm. again Again, yeah and how (laughs) ang ang is left left them and and how ang thinks that he can do this all on his own and he won't trust his friends or his family and and both of these things are, are happening both for Aang but also her father where she still hasn't gotten gotten over how how the kind of abandonment that she mm-hmm. felt when and it's such her dad went to war yeah and it, it's such a good contrast uh be- between her and like how her brother reacted when he reunited with his dad for the first time like he was super excited slash slightly just relieved yeah mm -hmm. and was pretty much on good terms with him in an instant but yeah sometimes it's not as easy as all that if you've had that much estrangement or that much has happened to you i mean people respond different ways and guitars was just feeling bitter that uh he abandoned them because i mean she felt abandoned so i think deep down she feels abandoned by her mother who died and stuff which she still hasn't gone over and yep all that other stuff yeah and also it's nice just to see katara kind of break down like this and it won't be the last time i wrote she has to <laughs> yeah she has and, all of these feelings totally and i feel like you just don't see her do that a lot up to this point because she's always been the emotional rock of the group and support system like when they're in the desert when everybody's angsty or high yeah <laughs> i mean she was the, the one that held them all together so i mean it's kind of nice to see her let go for a second and process her own feelings rather than try to help somebody else process their feelings like i think she needed some me time <laughs> i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah i to... also think that that the writing here was really masterful where she was stumbling over her words and where where she talked about how 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 she about how she loves her dad she loves him but she feels so sad and angry and she doesn't know why and she can't get and she just can't get over it and i am sure that that she feels weird when when like Sokka is just so good with their with their with their dad right off the bat and she just can't do that because because there was a certain type of trust lost there that that she didn't even know that was lost Mm -hmm. and it's and avatar is so well done it's It's so good good. it's so good like we love the show surprise 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 (laughs) yeah and so they uh they finally process their feelings and they work it out and now they're on much better terms 
which is great because Dakota's hot. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he's hot. Yeah, hot yeah we yeah. <laughs> hot dad summer. Uh-huh. <laughs> Such a warm father-daughter bonding time. And then we proceed to transition back to abusive father-son bonding time. It's great. Yeah, so um <laughs> well, it turns out Ozai is super proud of Zuko. B B B because of what Azula said. Zuko's like, what did yeah. Azula say? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I heard that you explained the avatar. <laughs> yeah. Zuko's uh, like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, she was really impressed with how you did it. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, Zuko's panicking on the inside. But um, yeah, again, great framing here. Like, Ozai and Azula in this episode are always physically above Zuko. They always have times. the high ground. Yeah, they always have the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> and like I was, I was just like kind of pacing as he's listing off Zuko's accomplishments and stuff in this scene which Zuko's freaked out by because half of them aren't true or the, the major one isn't true um, yeah, and, it, and, and it's even worse because, because Zuko knows yeah. that if that if Azula told him the truth he <laughs> would not be welcomed with open arms or no i think it, it would be less that and well if zuko or yeah if azula had told him that the avatar was alive i i don't think it would be detrimental to zuko really but i mean he's getting a lot more praise than he probably would have gotten if it was just the vanilla story that actually happened well no i think i think ozai sent zuko on a mission to capture the avatar and the only way that he would have accepted him back is if he captured the avatar i disagree i think there's still an extent where like if he just came if azula never planted that lie and azula just said yeah um brother helped take down the quote impenetrable city which is still a pretty big deal that even iroh couldn't do i mean in part because he was in grieving mode but um i i feel like he would still be proud but not like to that level if that makes any yeah. sense yeah I, I don't think that he would have been in the in the doghouse yeah. i just don't think ozai would have given him praise sure I think yeah he, <laughs> i i think ozai would have would have been like you helped out you're allowed uh, back here. Yeah. But I think it's kind of Zuko's first clue that something's not right because deep down I think he's starting to realize that, huh, maybe uh getting my honor back supposedly from my dad is a purely conditional thing if it's coming from my dad because of all this and stuff, you know? Plus plus Zuko is getting his honor back from his from his dad when he doesn't feel like he acted honorably yeah he feels guilty over it it mm -hmm. it it doesn't feel right like it, yeah like it would have to feel, definitely yeah yeah he he has been dreaming about this about this moment and i'm and i'm sure that he felt like he would feel different mm -hmm. but he doesn't yikes so uh, we cut back for a second to Aang windsurfing 
not as wider. Just like Treasure Planet, Leslie. Oh my god. It's just like Treasure Planet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, go and watch Treasure Planet. Stop what you're doing. Go watch Treasure Planet on Disney Plus, y'all. Come on. Is it on Disney Plus? Please? I don't know. It should be. Please. Let me check. I am checking too. Um, both of us really like Disney movies, so we both have Disney Plus. Yes, Treasure Planet is is. on Disney Plus. Uh Yeah, (laughs) along with all of the national treasures. It's great. That was our plug for Disney Plus, (laughs) y'all. Yeah. uh, Um, use use code fake to get zero (laughs) enough Disney Plus. Yeah. Or um or you 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 have a friend that has it, yeah. You can hang out with that friend. Exactly. Get to know them. You know. That's all they're good for. Yep. <laughs> That's all they're good for. Yep. So yeah, Aang is solar surfing in the middle of a storm yeah. as he is wont to do. He always leaves in the middle of a storm. Aang, check the weather before you're Storms deciding are to metaphors bail. Okay. For his internal strife. <laughs> yeah. Also, the storm theme has followed us through every single mm-hmm. book there's every been another time. storm <laughs> every single time which i love they mm-hmm. keep, they they keep their themes going yep so it's like i i still don't understand where he's trying to go though like what, uh, what's I, to go? the fire nation he's Is already he... there he's trying to go just straight to the throne room now <laughs> what's he I, doing? that I reckless guess... I I would not be able to tell you. Yeah, I understand like he, his headspace isn't great right now, but um like he even left Appa. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he even ditched Appa and yeah, I mean, and he's surfing in a storm right now, so yeah. Not I great. <laughs> so he's yeah. brooding in a storm right now. Yeah, so he so is. We, <laughs> we cut back to my favorite scene. <laughs> Which is um, Zuko going to Azula's room while she's asleep and trying to confront her. Like, hey, what the hell was this lie about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you tell dad? Mm-hmm. And Azula's sleeping. <laughs> and Zuko's like, hey, why did you tell dad that? And she's like, you're going to have to be a little more specific. And she's just like snoozing in bed. Just like, ah, uh, yes, I love my life. <laughs> Yeah. Like she's still to- is crazy because she's still in control even when she's sleeping in bed. It's crazy. It's wonderful. She's it's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I looked that great sleeping in bed, just trying to be right. manipulative like she's doing right her, now. <laughs> her hair is in a ponytail. She gets up. Oh yeah, she looks they, great. She's she, not wearing makeup right now. She really she looks a bit more like her age, which is like 14, 15. because she's not wearing eyeliner and lipstick yeah but she still looks intimidating though that ponytail (laughs) it's one of those ariana grande ponytails so it yeah it's as long as possible Mm -hmm. Um, which how does that work because it's like she looks like she has a lot of hair but then like it's always put up in like a updo she might have thin hair she really have that much hair yeah (laughs) i don't know i I always thought about about the Fire Nation as being um Japan based. So so maybe she she has like thin Asian like super fine hair. Yeah, okay. I can go with that. It, but... 
that I'm a chair would not work for me, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's too much hair for me. That, oh. <laughs> Plus, her hair looks super, super silky fine. I know, like no frizz. Yep. So, so yeah. I even her so hair is per- not a single be- hair out of place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for, for now. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah so, <laughs> yeah, so Zuko's rightfully freaking out. <laughs> and he's like, why would you do that? And Zula's like, oh, please. Oh, I wanted to help you out. Me. Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, help you out. Get some, you deserve some more praise. Unless the Avatar is still alive. Because, you know, all that glory you just got could become pretty shameful, you know, if you were to find out. Yeah. <laughs> and then she proceeds to go back to bed as if nothing really happened. And then she's like, sleep well, Zuzu. <laughs> like, damn. Which um let us let us dissect her intentions. Oh so, god. Um, it is a win-win for her. Uh-huh. Yet again, we 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 talked about how um how it, this this win kind of doesn't matter to her because she has Ozai's esteem praise for 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 just getting into bossing say mm-hmm. you know but i think she was also focusing on the future it's like okay now that my brother is back in good graces i still need to make sure that i'm on top so in yeah. the event it turns out the avatar is alive because in truth i don't actually know either but just judging by my brother's face who i can read like a book <laughs> the chance that he could be is pretty high so <laughs> well not even that but also, in the event that he is dead, might as well make makes you go indebted to me, so that mm-hmm. at any moment I can say, you know what, Dad, I actually killed him. Uh, Zuko didn't. That was a lie. Yep, it's fucked up. <laughs> so Great. Zuko is is under her thumb, no matter what outcome. And that is why Azula is really happy and doesn't care. Mm-hmm. And just proceeds to go back to bed. Yeah. That's, cool. That's great. <laughs> great scene. Uh, but, it, right. but it makes sense for her character. And it makes sense for, 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 for what she wants to do. Because she's not power hungry to the point where she doesn't think. She no. plans her actions. Everything she does is heavily calculated, but but it could also be be seen as, hey Zuko, I'm also throwing throwing you a bone here because because I don't have to like I don't have to screw you. Maybe both sure. of us can like get this away f- from our father later, and then. Mm-hmm. And and then I would rule, but you would be there too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. But let's be real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah. good stuff. Mm, good stuff from Missoula. She's the worst. I love so, her. Yeah, me too. What is your downfall? Oh, she's oh, such yeah. a character. She's great. So yeah, cut back to brooding Aang, still windsurfing in the middle of a storm. He kind of gets shipwrecked or, yeah, or his wind glider gets wiped out from under him because he's windsurfing in the middle of a storm, which is not great. <laughs> yeah, smart. Yep. But luckily, uh, he accidentally 
butt dials um, Avatar Roku. <laughs> so Roku yeah. shows up to give some good advice. And he says, I should have seen this word coming and prevented it, but I believe you're destined to redeem me and save the world, which, woo, foreshadowing. I'm like, what do you mean he had a, that he should have seen the word coming? Are you saying that he had a part in it? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we'll find out in a later episode. Yeah, Ro- yeah Rogue Goose specifically says that Aang inherited his problems. Yeah. <laughs> with- Sorry. <laughs> Not my problem. Yeah, with... <laughs> Which, which is really interesting because um, uh, the way the, the 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 way that the avatar state works is 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 that every single avatar is a reincarnation. So so you inherit their power, but also their responsibility, good totally. and bad. Hence the burden so, of the avatar. I mean, like yeah. just the Avatar Day episode. I mean, he had to. <laughs> he's basically forced to take responsibility for something that. Two avatars before him <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and he, I mean, to the point where he doesn't even know anything about it at that point either. So it's just like, man, not only do I have to take responsibility for it, but it's taking responsibility for something I knew nothing about. Like, that sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Oh, and then he also butt dials Princess Yue, who... For those of you who don't remember, I Moon. loved this. I love it too. I remember geeking out to this. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's you, <laughs> Um, I think this is the first time she's showed up like us um, since season the one. first time that it's really her. Yeah, right. Because um, in the in the um swamp episode, yeah. that was not her. Right, that was Sokka, like, hallucinating, or the swamp yeah, creating that imagery for Sokka. Yeah, which I think that 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 Aang can see her, both because he, 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 he is the Avatar, but also be, because he was brought back to life by the spirit water, just like Yue. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a part of the moon's, there's a part of the moon spirit in in him too so him and ua are linked yeah but that's a fan theory <laughs> from me <laughs> it would be poetic it would be yeah because um uh uh when um when um katara heals ang during this episode and, and and ang says i was gone for a moment and then you brought me back I yeah. legitimately think Aang died and then um Katara brought him back to life. And that's one of the reasons why the Avatar state is so messed up. Because it's not <laughs> be because it's not made for for that. It it like like it should have been passed on and it doesn't know what to do. Also, um his like spine chakra has been destroyed yeah <laughs> so there's also not that. great yep. yeah yeah so after his little pet talk pep talk with both of them luckily the gang manages to track him down and at this point Aang say, says he's willing to go along with pretending he's dead for a bit and metaphorically proceeds to follow through with it by 
completely destroying his glider. Rip, R.I.P. glider. It, we love you. Uh, yet again, this moment harkened, harkens back to when to when Zuko cut off his hair to hide as a peasant. Yeah, Aang, I didn't think of that. Oh, yeah. Um, Aang, Aang puts his puts his staff in the in the active volcano to be burnt up because as he tells Sokka and the gang well well it well this is fine be be because I can't have this anyway because because I'm in hiding now um and and it's really awesome so oh so like um Zuko's hair it hair it is washed away by the water and then mm-hmm. Aang's Aang's glider is it, it is just engulfed by fire and I like how it's the how how it's the polar opposites of like what yeah. they're most uncomfortable with. Good observation. It, I didn't think of that. Yeah, it's yeah, it is really interesting and I and I really like how um it seems like they are they are back at the at the um crescent temple island which it which is where we heard avatar roku's story to ang during like the first quest that 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 ang had in uh, uh during episode 10 i believe of book one uh it was um the spirit world uh avatar roku uh, episode um oh yep yeah i want to say that this is the same exact island because they're both crescent shaped but oh well but the temple has been destroyed so i can't really tell but they're in the fire nation yeah and it just harkens back to that and, and it is and, and it's coming full circle where um where um Zuko is now in a place of power where he is before and now like Aang is Aang is a like wanderer again going mm-hmm. somewhere that that he hasn't been in over a hundred years. So Yeah. But neither of them feel completely comfortable in it though. Yeah, and so. Sokka and Sokka Toph Katara, Momo, and but but not Appa will be here to kind of help help Aang with his with his journey. They will meet up with everyone later. And just to be good friends. They got his back. Yeah. I, Which is more than you can kind of say for Zuko right now. I mean, sure he's got May, but yeah, the other two are, are that he's in close proximity with are his sister and his dad, who are both very abusive and manipulative. So, <laughs> not great. He he has May, but he doesn't trust May enough to really have her right now. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't trust her with everything that he's thinking and feeling because it's treason, um, and he and he doesn't know how much he can. So like. So, so he just feels alone, even with even with that relationship, and and later on, specifically at the beach, May will say that she felt that distance 
you're keeping stuff from me and be be because he is because he doesn't feel happy ever (laughs) (laughs) yep well he's never happy to quote him (laughs) cool and with that that's the episode so great start to a solid season solid final season it's kind of bittersweet that we're on the last season it is but but we have a bunch of Quora that I've never seen. Oh my, I can't. I'm genuinely excited to watch that with you because uh, for those of you who don't know, I have seen the show. I've seen Quora all the way through, but I haven't really watched it again since it aired. And Barbara has only seen one episode because I basically forced her to watch one episode that I really liked. <laughs> so, yeah. Which was, uh, um, wait, wait, which was the episode about the first Avatar. Yeah. Spoiler, there's an episode that is about the first Avatar. His name is Juan. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of sounds like one. Yeah, well, <laughs> there, there are plenty of jokes online. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's going to be exciting. We're definitely going to talk about Korra later. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I still don't know. Looking forward to your opinions about things because it's a very polarizing show in the fan base. So, yeah. Yeah. I I wonder if if it would be better to watch the whole thing and then watch it again for a podcast or just do it based on this is the first time that I am ever seeing it. Do, I think it would be more interesting if thing. Yeah, I think it would be more interesting if you watch it blind. Or, okay. So, yeah. It'll be fun. Then we'll have different opinions and I have the added challenge of trying not to spoil or anything and keeping future thoughts to myself <laughs> yes plus um plus maybe other avatar lovers such as myself that didn't want to watch Korra because avatar was just so good maybe yeah. they'll watch it with us uh-huh but until then we are going to be covering the rest of the original show where it all began and it's gonna be great so tune in next time when we talk about book two chapter two the headband AKA the Footloose episode. <laughs> oh, the music episode. I love that one. Yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and it's also the episode where our weird um, catchphrases come from. So, yeah. Flamio. Flamio. <laughs> yep. So, until then, stay flaming. Bye, guys.